podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I am Lucy Cecil. I am Olivia Taylor. <laughs> oh, are you? I am, last I checked. <laughs> Great. Good to uh, see you and know you as Olivia Taylor. I know. And also, now we're back together, <laughs> together. I want to show you my heart is oh so true. Yeah, because we haven't oh, seen each nice. other for ages. I know. Apart from the other day when you actually came back. Yes, but we have been a bit bereft of each other's company. I know. Did you miss me? Yeah, it was yeah. a it was a loosey shaped hole in my life. Same, but for you. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it probably you probably didn't feel it as much because you were too busy having a thousand fry ups on the beach. How many yeah. fry ups did you have well, on the beach? Actually, only had two fry ups on the beach. That's like a good amount. Yeah, it which is I think actually the perfect amount because yeah. um we well when we first got there it was um absolutely freezing that mm. beginning of that week yeah. we walked down to the seafront like like the evening when we got there and it was baltic the sea was literally like so choppy and we were like oh my god this is horrible we're, like, we're not gonna be able to go get breakfast on the beach it's too gross mm. um so we didn't do it for a couple of days because it was just minging and then um and we went to the zoo and stuff so we had like other things to do in the day and then eventually we went for one fry up then we had a day off then we had another fry up nice so we had two fry ups amazing what did yeah, you go for it. normal fry up veggie fry up oh it's just f- full english for me sans bacon Yes, because you don't agree with bacon. I, don't, I, I like bacon in its right place. Everything yeah. in its right place. Yeah. Bacon, not on my fry-up plate. Yeah, like bacon in pasta, yes. Yeah. Bacon on a fry-up, not so much. No, I just, I just like, it's too much for me, and, like, uh, I would rather not. And then I, yeah. I got two sausages instead, instead of one, that's, and I love a shitty sausage. Yeah, that's way better, like a really bready Richmond sausage. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love, like, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I love, like, either a really fucking posh sausage yeah. or a really shit sausage. There and, are no in-betweens. And never the twain shall meet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was a lovely time. How was your week while I was uh, away? What you been up to? Um, well, not like not like absolutely loads of bits. What have I done? Well, obviously it was the Easter bank holiday, which yes. was completely stunning. Absolutely, we were oh, burnout. We were absolutely hashtag blessed with the weather. We were. It was so nice. So nice. I don't know if like I mean, obviously the our main listenership is from the uk but we have our second to that i think is um like canada us australia um so i don't know whether they have easter long weekends too i don't think so okay well so a bit of context Uh, then australia probably does Oh yeah, Australia probably yeah. does. And Canada, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, just let us know. Yeah. Oh, and also, can <laughs> I just say your bank holiday yeah. schedule? <laughs> yeah, just let us know. But also, can I say though, um, just on the subject of um, people who are listening, um, it's just been stunning having so many lovely chats with you in the DMs on Instagram. Yes. And like, I don't know whether or not people want to be shouted out because there are some people that I talk to all the time on our Instagram because um, it's mainly me yeah. on the Instagram and you Should on the Twitter. Sliding into the DMs. Um, yeah, so there are like people that I always talk to who always um, talk to us through um, yeah. Instagram DMs and it's so nice and they're like our um, queer longing Instagram pals and it's really cute. So obviously if you've been thinking about DMing us and you've just been like, oh, I'm not sure, do it because we really like to hear from you. We've been hearing from loads of people in the past couple of weeks and it's been really nice. But I wanted to check, do you want to be shouted out or not? Because there are some absolute huns with some great things to say and I've been thinking, oh, you know, we should definitely shout them out and maybe, you know, other people can follow because you know yeah. like-minded individuals and all that um, um but i haven't been you know just in case they don't want to be but if you would like to be 
let us know yeah. and we will shout you out because we would like to you know get the community popping off no yeah all... it'd be really good to, yeah. to shout out um, but yeah I do um, agree that you know we don't want to be shouting out people if they don't want it so yeah. you know we want your consent exactly so, so please give us a little thumbs up yeah exactly give us send us ooh send us ooh, let's choose a let's, specific emoji let's choose a specific emoji oh I know okay send us the levitating man oh what a guy yeah send us the levitating man if you would like to be um (laughs) shouted out do you remember do you remember um (laughs) post my um breakup you were i was like oh my god i'm about to post my first um picture on instagram and i was and you were like oh my god oh my god and then we're like right and you're like it's such a good one yeah put it on and then i was like oh my god what do i put as a caption or whatever and then you were like um you were like, oh my God, just put the levitating man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I did, and uh, I think it got the message across. It, it really gets, any message that you're thinking <laughs> All the messages. is transferred to the to the public by the levitating man. By a good old LM, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely um, send us the levitating man if you're interested in that. But yeah, not like not like loads. I went on some stunning um, walks. I oh, went to yeah. um, Dovestone Reservoir. Oh, love um, a reservoir. Like sort of like near Olden Way. Yeah, near Olden Way. Like around Manchester. And it was absolutely gorge. And it just looked like a stunning like North American National Park yes. dream. And see the, 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 the hills in the water. Oh, it was so nice yeah. and we just like had lunch on this like grassy knoll and um yeah it was very very great and i did went back to my mum's did loads of sunbathing in the garden she brought me out a gin cocktail which was really just yes, you know Alison. stunning i listened to some audio books yes. um we were really absolutely thrilled you can tell that i am staring down the barrel of 30 because i live in um a a flat in the city centre, so it's very, very difficult to dry a lot of the larger yes. items like bed sheets Absolutely. and the like. And um so I um being the overgrown child that I am, mm, took mm. all of my bed sheets and towels that I needed to be washed back to my mum so that I Mother. could hang them up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean I I wash them but just use the facilities. I, I do that um um if I'm ever going like home for the weekend and I know it's gonna be nice weather, yeah. I will take my like towels and sheets because it's just definitely a hard thing to do when it's not the good when there's no good weather it's very hard um, and i don't and really agree with with dryers yeah. so oh I, I don't use a dryer so yeah but i do have a balcony unlike you but yeah. even then it's so good to have them all like just in the garden hung out at home. yeah so why and not? like in town the air is just quite still it doesn't yes. really like move as much yes and then it was really just stunning and gorgeous weather and can i just say me and my mum were just completely thrilled to be doing all of this washing and drying of all of these things and I was like oh god I am staring down the barrel of 30 and this is just me like completely on a on a natural high from um doing about eight loads of washing a day I loved it I I when I got back off holiday on Easter Monday I was like right I need to do some washing for this week and I did two loads it was a beautiful day I was like yes I can hang it out amazing but um as obviously you know I'm redoing the kitchen um there, there's like no worktop on top of the um, washing machine right and we had all our like we get milk bottles delivered because that's just who we are yeah and um, they were all on top of the washing machine and I was like just walking around the flat like doing other bits and um, my washing machine's like quite old and it was like proper rocking because it hasn't got the worktop on to like yeah. you know level it kind yeah. of thing and I started hearing it's like ching 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 and I was like what is going on and, like peered my head round into like the kitchen and all the <laughs> bottles were like moving across the oh um, no like coming towards me like they're all gonna fall mild off, peril like, mild peril look, like really like a comic book <laughs> and they're like coming they're like change 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 I was like 
like, shit. I had to like rush and like grab them each before they fell off. It was a fun little game. Yeah, fun little game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's all very <laughs> washing related anecdotes, all very thrilling. Um, yeah, so just doing that. Yeah, nice, nice walks, bits and bobs. And then I went to see um, Wild Rose, oh, did that you? Yeah. Um, movie about the um, the young I, the young woman. It's set in Ireland, and she is um, a cleaner, yeah. and she has dreams of becoming a country music star. Yeah. And um, it starts. She's like fresh out of um, prison, and um, she's got two small children. I think she's in. Her her sort of early 20s and her mum is played by um julie walters obviously stunningly and oh, i really really enjoyed it oh, yeah, it was yeah, a really yeah. good movie and i love country well music. i like country music too yeah so yeah. I, I, i'm intrigued by it. i would like to see it yeah is it like a, just a good time movie um yeah it obviously made me cry about a million times because yeah. that's just who i am wow. Um, so I would recommend um, seeing it and there's some like good music in it and stuff and also um, when we went to um, when we, so obviously we have seen each other once since um, not seeing each other and that was a, the Girls on Film um, podcast recording yeah. so Girls on Film is um, a film review podcast yeah. and um, we went to the live recording of that at home in Manchester and I didn't listen to the podcast before and neither had you no. but we were just sort of thought it'd be a fun thing to do so we went and I did agree with what they were um, speaking about in that last episode which is probably out now I imagine where they were saying that it was really nice to see um, a lot of the women in that film um, being you know kind of like lifting each other right up. yeah and that was really nice because it was kind of like her her boss um, who is this you know wealthy woman who lives in this mansion who she cleans for mm. um, was like really encouraging of her dreams and like didn't sort of see her in this one box and was trying to sort of go out of her way to do everything to sort of like use her privilege to enable yeah. like her dreams to come true and stuff and it doesn't like quite go according to plan but like all those intentions all those intentions are there and I don't know it's like really nice to see those um interpersonal relationships yeah, between those nice. women so it is a good film cool. I would recommend that um yeah so other than your stunning holiday what have you been up to um what have I been up to well, not really much apart from the holiday but uh it was um a lovely time I did went into some caves Ooh. so in the so this is like went to this village beer where we used to have a holiday home when we were kids so we used to go there loads and there's this these old quarry caves like limestone yeah and we used to go in them like when we were kids like there's like a tour you can do but I don't, we hadn't been for years and years we were like let's go it'll be really fun yeah and we went and I learned like so much history it was amazing I loved it loads and the woman who did the tour Jacqueline if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you shout Jacqueline shout out to Jack she was amazing and she just made it really engaging and really great and I just learned all about like um it's really cool because you go through the caves and as you go further and further in, you can tell like the, what age it was, like from Romans to like the other people that I can't remember, Normans, etc. Mm. because of the way the like tools were used to the way that the walls look. Cool. It's so like, it's such like living history. Yeah. It was amazing. I loved it. And like, um, it was really good. And I got a sticker for my car. First sticker ever. Lovely. Of like beer quarry caves. So watch out for that on the streets <laughs> of Manchester. That's <laughs> um, so people who know you're a cool chick. <laughs> It was very cool in those caves, actually. Um, and it was very good and very nice. And yeah, I really haven't done much else apart from that, to okay. be completely honest. Do you know what? I really appreciate a really good tour guide. Yes. So much. Yes. And like, I feel like it's something that is sorely lacking culturally yes. in the UK. Yeah. Like. I, I think that the sort of um, cultural reservedness makes it really difficult to get good tour guides somehow. I think that that is 
true i know that's like a generalization yes. and i have had um, i have had one really stunning tour guide who um our friend sophie who um, is a friend of the podcast she's been on the podcast before yeah. um a couple of ones ago um i organized a tour of manchester for her mum for her 50th oh, birthday yeah. and absolutely stunning tour guide called emma fox so shout out to you and she did like this bespoke tour based on what we were interested nice. in and stuff and that was really really good but i have like seen the difference so much like i did i went on holiday um to america a couple of years ago and went to san francisco yeah and like did a couple of different um bits and did alcatraz yeah the tour guides for that my god yeah they are amazing yeah. and also oh and a really good one the tenement museum in new york oh, i want to go to that so it's bad. so good and you can like pick different ones so it's like um, it's like an italian one an irish one like different oh, yes. um and different stories and they tell the stories through like these sort of like real life stories of, of families right. or like you know an in- individual or whatever and they paint this whole picture and the house is all like as it was and they take you through and they just like you're literally like crying like in bits about like what these people had gone through and all of the sort of like cultural context of everything that was happening yeah and it's like you are amazing yeah like so good <laughs> so yeah shout outs to like the great tour guides out yeah. there we appreciate you you knew it was going to go down this <laughs> road but anyway um down to that cave yeah um and also what I have done this week is, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this till now, but I have just managed to sort of rouse myself wow. from um, a stinking hangover. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I'm surprised you can even string words together. I know. Well, I did. I came home last night. I had plans to go out and then I just literally face. Oh, yeah. I face planted into my bed as soon as I got in um, and like watched Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. And I meant... <laughs> I meant to send a picture of me in bed mm. to our like group chat with a couple of our other friends yeah. that you're in as well um, to be like, oh, I'm so hungover in bed watching RuPaul's Drag Race. And because I never have any space on my like normal camera, yeah. I take it on Instagram stories. Anyway, I posted it to Queer Longing Instagram and it was there for like three hours. Did you? Yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me like, if you saw that then you saw my great secret because it was just me in bed like really like disgusting. <laughs> I sent it it to like all of the queer logging Instagram. Oh my god! Yeah, for ages. Yeah, I know. It's just me like smiling in bed, like. "Mm." Um, Anyway, so if you saw that, you're one of the lucky ones. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So the reason was I went on a work night out on Thursday night. We're recording this on Saturday morning. We are Um, first morning pod. Yeah, and um, I had a good time and the good time <laughs> the end. yeah the end no more bits and the ending happened in um i still have a stamp for it on oh my, my hand it won't come off it's called like vena or something like that it's a karaoke bar um, in chinatown it's near k2 right. but you can't just go to k2 on the fly no, you anymore can't. you have yeah. to like book it so we tried to get in there and they were like oh no and we were like really on a thursday fine they're like no you have to go to vita <laughs> and we were like oh god so we went there and um yes i did perform <laughs> um, i know i've seen the evidence yeah <laughs> what song did you sing um, Olivia? i saw pray tell <laughs> i sung montel jordan's this is how we do it <laughs> to my whole department at work <laughs> and even like 
did the did the call and response bit. Yes. You know, like, I'm kind of buzzed and it's all because. And they, like, stuck the mic out to yes. them to be like, this is how we do it. <laughs> Loads of people there who weren't at my work who were getting in on the action. It's just one of those big room ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely, wow. um, completely stunning, yeah. Wow. And I felt absolutely gorgeous at work all of um, all of Friday. Um, I'm sure you did, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But um, back to better things yeah back to the uh schedule what are you living and longing for this week olivia i am doing a little bit of a cheat sauce not sauce but i'm living and longing for the same thing which is our very plans this evening yeah that's one of mine too (laughs) yeah our very plans (laughs) our very plans yeah um yes we are having a reunion with our sort of like mates that we haven't all hung out together as one for quite a while no um in sheffield and we are going to our uh, Mecca, our uh, alma mater, Dempsey's Bar and Club and Grill. Yeah, we, we are we are Dempsey's alumni after all. We are. Notable and, um, alumni. <laughs> we are. And um, uh, yeah, I'm very excited. I have to say, um, last night I was listening to some pop tunes. I thought so you were like, going to say, last night I couldn't sleep. <laughs> like a kid on Christmas I was this morning. Up, up at 4am, knocking, knocking on mum and dad's door. It's you. <laughs> No, I, last night I was just listening to some pop tunes. I was making um some tea. Me and my sister were like having a little dance and um waiting for tonight by uh, J Lo came on. And I was oh, like, that is what I'm like about to move. Yeah. See, we're gonna get waiting for tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. True. So that's how I feel about tonight. Yeah. And um, I just think that it'll be really nice to go to our Dempsey's and um be in that space again because I think it was such an important space to us when we were growing up yeah coming out it's very uh, special etc and um, hopefully it will be good because I thought you were going to say hopefully it'll still be there <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely still there because it's the gay quarter now oh, GQ yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yes we have had some we have had some slightly disappointing experiences there recently where they've played such things as uh, Franz Ferdinand so which we won't speak about yeah don't but agree with it do not agree with it so yeah. Hopefully that won't happen and hopefully we'll have a lovely time and very excited for that. So that is what I'm living and longing for because uh, whilst I was away on holiday with my family, I was like, I need some queers. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need it. So, yeah. and here it is. It's very much the like... the best time ever with my fam, but, you know, sometimes it's just like, I just need some queers. Yeah, it's like, queerness is a bit like, um, like when you used to go to the newsagents to get like a top-up card for your phone. It's a, bit, <laughs> it's a bit like that. And then like, when you feel yourself running low on queer credit, you just don't feel good. <laughs> and you need to do like a 20 quid top-up to like feel yes, stunning absolutely. again. And actually on the subject of newsagents, can't wait to have to go to the newsagents to watch porn now. So that'll be good. What? <laughs> do you not know about the porn ban? No. They're doing this like porn ban. Oh no, I do know because um, our friend who works yes. for the government said yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, and like I one didn't... one of the things they've they've said about it is that what might happen is that you like in order to prove your age, you have to go to a news agent to buy a card to say like I'm old enough to wank to porn. Thanks, cheers, bye. What? Yeah, so I didn't realize can't about wait for that. I don't I, even know where my news agent. I knew is. about the, <laughs> I knew about the ban, but didn't know about the news agents yeah. um, how, part how fun, of it. For me, it just really sums up how what their approach to porn is but, because yeah. that they're like you have to go to the news agent. But do you know what I think that there will be? Mm. I think that there'll be like, um, like, 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 sort of organised marches to the news agents, you know, like parties oh, yes. to go and like pick up your, you know, special card or whatever it is that you need. Night at the news agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll definitely organise one. Night at the living news agent. 
Um, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I can't wait for that now. Now I'm excited. Yeah. So thanks. Okay. Um, yeah. What are you living and longing for? Um, well, I'm definitely longing for Dempsey's, as you mentioned. For so long. And I am living for it as well, but I did do a different living for. So my living for um, this week is that I discovered that mm. the Tales of the City book are available on audiobook on BorrowBox. Oh, perfect. Yes. Great. Um, the first one, though, I'm in the queue for it. No one oh, ruin it. For God's sake. Um, <laughs> Those queues can last for bloody hours. Yeah. And there's, there's quite a lot of people queued on the subsequent ones, mm. but I can't like reserve those because i'm like listening to some other things yeah 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 um so wait for me to read them please other people um, <laughs> Step and off. also if you're listening to it now hurry up um because i would like to rent it thank you um because yeah they're like really hard to get for yes. some reason but i also saw someone we follow was doing like a gorgeous um giveaway they managed to get like seven of the of the oh, wow. tales of the city one oh, nice. and they were like handing them out to people and it was like really cute it's like if you don't have a copy you can just have it for free and um they also had like their copy that they read and they were like lending that one out to people oh. and i was just like i'm gonna cry it's, it's too nice it's the qll in real life it really yeah, yeah it really is they managed to get it sorted before us but then i suppose this we'll is there. this is an easy way of doing it so i'm letting you know it's there but also letting you know don't borrow it before me thanks um <laughs> <laughs> you bloody dare <laughs> yeah. pause off yeah i'm not as nice as that person who gave away all those um, books for free um so yeah that is what i am living for and longing for but um on the other side of that it's time for i don't agree with it so lucy marie what's your middle name what the fuck olivia (laughs) presley (laughs) it's yeah lucy presley what is your middle name middle name i know yours yeah i know but i've just Lindsay. what is your middle yeah i know you know that what is you don't know you do know it lucy Mm. fucking hell did you actually think it was marie no (laughs) my other friend's middle name's marie and that's what i remembered what is your middle name (sighs) claire Everyone in school's middle name was Claire. Really? Or like Laura. Oh, okay. Yeah, lots of, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite things, actually, games to play is best guessing people's middle names. Okay, well, I'm not winning at this game. <laughs> you are not. I do. Um, I feel like I know it in the back of my mind. You do know it. Mind. Just tell me. Alice. Alice? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did know that. Gosh, not even, not even a note of recognition there. Yeah, no, all, I was all a lie. No, I did know it. Alice Arnold. <laughs> yes, Lucy, Alice Arnold. Cecil. Cecil. <laughs> Uh, hey Arnold, right, okay. <laughs> Have you asked me what I don't agree with? No. What don't, what, <laughs> right, what don't you agree with this week other than me forgetting your middle name that, that's Hey Arnold? <laughs> yes, um, right, this week I don't agree with, right, well, let, let me set the scene because it's, okay. it's, a, it's a parable. Okay. Um, I was uh, going for, so in beer, it's this lovely gorgeous cove where I was on holiday, um, and there's this up to the top right you can like walk up there and go for like a lovely walk along the coast to another village called Branscombe um, and it's called Beerhead up there and mm-hmm. it's one of my favourite places in the world to just sit and think okay. and do some thinking because I used to do that when I was a teen mm. and also once we went up there we walked into Branscombe there was a shipwrecked off the side of the that would coast. scare me so much and it scared me loads because that was when I was phobic of boats and yeah. anything larger metal and um, I had to go and sit in my favourite spot and like do loads and loads of crying and freaking out because I was too scared to go any further shipwrecks are so scary Ugh, bleh, and apparently the anchor's still there and that makes me feel sick anyway but I'm over that phobia maybe yeah. uh, and 
Anyway, so we decided um, one evening, um, we'd had like, we'd had lunch with my grandparents and everything because they lived down there. It was very, it was the Friday, so it was dead hot, good Friday. And um, I was like, I'm going to go up there for a nice lovely walk on my own if I have to, because there's no one else. Because basically I was on a trip with all like couples. Mm. So my parents, my two sisters who have who had their partners and then just me, I'm oh, the baby, yeah. but, and then just me. And I was like, oh, it's, it's going on a family holiday. It's actually quite tough when you don't have your, a, a partner because you don't have that one person to be like, oh, let's go and do this on our own or whatever. I've never gone on a family holiday with a partner. Right, okay, well, uh, this is, was my first one for a while where that was the case and it was yeah. a bit odd. Um, but it was still lovely. But um, I was like, I'll just go out on my own and like have a lovely walk. But mm. then I did find Izzy and Adam and we all went together. Um, and it was like, as the sun was setting, it was absolutely stunning up there. Like, so nice. Like, we went up to the first bit and you could see like the little cove and all blue and everything. And then we kept walking, kept walking. And the sun was, we got to this bit where the sun was like setting. Um, it was on this like big green knolly bit with all like sticky up rocks. And it looked like sort of Jurassic and like like a jungle. And it was just so nice. But anyway, then we um, decided to like turn back and like, so we need to get back for tea. And um, we could see some, there's like, like a gate, uh, like a fence along the coast, obviously. So you don't go too close to the edge. And we could see in the distance on the way back, some people had gone over the fence and were like walking towards the edge. And we were like, what the fuck are you doing? And we just thought it was like some stupid teens being stupid um, and really panicking that they were going to like fall off and we we're going to witness it. And it was going to be like some sort of enduring love situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we sort of lost sight of them because we went around this other bit and then we came back and they were still there. And we're like, what are they doing? What are they doing? And we were like, like really really panicking then and being like should we call somebody like what do we do do we call the police call the coast guard whatever and then all of a sudden literally out of nowhere one of them just jumped off <gasps> with a parachute because they were base jumpers uh. <laughs> and so my i don't agree with it this oh week God. is people jumping off cliffs but not having a big sign that says don't worry i'm a base jumper <laughs> Because it absolutely like sent the fear of God through oh. me. We all just like saw them jump off, and we and we just went. We all, all three of us just went ah, and like I felt the whole like air go out of my body, yeah. and I was like, oh my God, we just seen like someone jump off a cliff. Yeah. And then there was just this tiny parachute came out. I was like, oh. they're fucking base jumpers. It's like, fine. Base jumping is scary enough as it is, let alone not knowing that they are in fact yes, base jumpers. Exactly. Like just put a little sign up or something, or shout it out through a megaphone, please. Yeah. And then the other one did it afterwards, and it was like, oh. Oh. But yeah, so that's what I don't agree with. Just make your intentions clear, please, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. What about you? <laughs> um, that was so scary. Um, well, mine seems very silly compared to your like near death watching. Um, <laughs> But mine is when people do bad karaoke picks. Oh, and like there's nothing worse. No, kills the mood. N- yeah, exactly. So, so no, it's bad karaoke picks, but specifically mood killing ones, mm. right? Mm. Um, someone was doing okay. So, like, we went in, and there was another sort of contingent there. Right, so there right, was like right. all of us. There's yeah. maybe like twenty of us, and then right. like this other group, and they were picking like the worst possible ones and like ones that no one knew like, like what weird just weird like what is a bad choice i know there are bad choices oh well we didn't know them just like oh, weird right. sad ones like shame on you and like, <laughs> it's just really weird like number one hit shame yeah, on you yeah like really really just like bringing it down especially when in the middle because it would be like karaoke song normal song that you can dance to karaoke right, song, normal right. song so like the dj was trying to do like dj uptime with like yeah. some missy elliott and some like nice. good songs that you could all be drunk yeah. to yeah and then they were just like taking it right back down and it reminded me once of when i went um 
when I worked in TV production and we used to go on rap parties to Charlie's in Manchester yeah. and she she was in our group and she's really nice but she sung she was like really enthusiastic and I was like we're just gonna like get it popping and she sung <laughs> handbags and the glad rags <laughs> people do like that as a karaoke choice though but it's not a good one no it's not it's not the right vibe at all no it's not a good one you can do like a sad love song kind of thing but it has to be a really big power ballady one that everyone can sort of get behind yeah so I did Montel Jordan for like a good party song which I agreed with I thought you were going to say for a good part of the evening which to be fair yes it's a long song Um, but the best one to be fair Mm. better than Mm. mine was um, my my friend at work Sam and our like boss mm. rich um they did a duet together because they're friends of um islands in the stream oh stunning and we were like crying yeah. it was so emotional <laughs> they were just like holding each other swaying we were all singing together and then all the people from the other contingent came over and they were all like recording it on their phones and, like swaying <laughs> with us like hugging us it was so funny um yeah so i think that's like a really good one so i've like a really upbeat party one or one that just like brings people together yeah. in, in love yeah 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 just not like some weird obscure no. one because the thing is it's a very like symbiotic relationship like between you know the, the song choice the singer and the audience Absolutely. so like it's not just about you you've got to make it something for the people definitely yeah 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 absolutely you've got to perform exactly it's a performance um so i just don't agree with just like stupid and not very good song choices for karaoke no, like I, you've yeah. got to think it through i agree with not agreeing with it yeah um thank you <laughs> So aside from listening to people do songs that you, you don't agree with, um, what else have you been consuming, consuming, consuming this week, Olivia? Or the past couple of weeks, actually, it's been. Um, what are your edibles? What have you been gobbling up? Um, well, I have been gobbling a little bit of um, Netflix. So um, <laughs> I have been, I have been watching a little bit of um, special. Oh, Netflix. I haven't got around to watching that yet. Yeah. I really want to. I watched the first couple of episodes of that, and so far I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a really clever um, format because it is. It's interesting that they've managed to make this sort of dramatic comedy. I suppose like mm. it's sort of like a dramatic sitcom, right? Maybe, yeah. in, in in a way. Um, like it's a drama, but they've made it really light when actually like the, you know, they're, they're talking about sexuality and disability and all these things that usually can be just so heavy when, yes. they're, when they're dramatized. Yep. And it's, and it's actually like normalizing and really like funny and really light. And it just goes to show that like stuff that's based around that kind of subject matter can be funny and light and a bit stupid and yeah. a bit silly and um that's okay and actually that's a really good Definitely. thing it's um, important to have those uh yeah it reminded me of kind of like it's the same sort of tone as you know like the mindy project or something like okay, that yeah. that's just dead watchable yeah. and just a bit of fun and i was like oh it's so nice to see um some some diverse representation in that format yeah cool um and he like makes some really funny jokes the lead guy's really really funny and yeah I think that it is um a good series so far but I'm only two episodes in so I haven't fully um yeah got got a full opinion on it I need to watch it yes um also on Netflix I watched um the Brené Brown um show that she just did it's like a recording of her live um show do you know I don't know who she is wow well sorry 
Right, so Dr. Brené Brown, she um, is a research professor and she specialises in um, shame and vulnerability. Oh, okay. And apparently, like, shame is... um, possibly the worst thing that you can um do research work on as um like a professional scientist or a researcher because it's really really hard to be objective about ah. it and also anyone who reads it or anyone who edits it just immediately um internalizes it and personalizes it oh, okay, because yeah. shame is such um a strong and, and visceral sort of force Absolutely. that actually like whenever you read anything about whenever you read anything about it that is um sort of academic you immediately um sort of over empathize with it so that you can't be objective right um so anyway she was like and then they, they basically told her that it would end her career if she um did work on oh, it really? but she was like oh no i'm gonna do it anyway basically okay, yeah. and everyone just loves it loads and her um <laughs> sort of specialist subjects are courage vulnerability shame and empathy Ooh, okay and um she just said great to yeah, be honest she sounds good. and um yeah she just talks about how you can't have um courage without vulnerability and the idea of like living a life that's brave and how you uh, how you do that and um yeah just like ways to live your best life i suppose nice. um yeah she's dead great always looking out for tips yeah always looking out <laughs> for tips but um obviously i watched it last night when i was hungover and just cried loads oh, because yeah. i just cry yeah. everything yeah. um and i was like oh my god she's speaking to me in all these ways i need to go and live a brave life now quick and um, <laughs> be brave be brave yeah but um but honestly like i think i think she i think it is right because when you're talking about things like that you immediately you know think about how you can apply that to yourself and your own life and um it was like in front of a live audience literally everyone was like in bits and you like could hear a pin drop she's a really great speaker because she first um came to fame when she did um a ted talk on the power of vulnerability right and um it just massively um massively resonated with just basically everyone in the universe <laughs> and it, it it went immediately viral and she was pretty much an unknown oh, wow. and then since then she's like written a million more books and she's just been everywhere and now she's got this netflix um special so i would really recommend that if you're into i don't know living being, your best life yeah living your best life and also like being a bit um a bit self-helpy a bit philosophical like if you're yeah. into that kind of thing cool. then it's a thing for you nice um and she was also on Mark Maron's podcast, which I love, um, talking about this and other things as well. Cool. The WTF podcast, so listen to that. Um, I've also watched the last couple of um, Jamila Jamil's I Weigh interviews. Oh, yeah. So she started about, off yeah. Yeah, with Sam Smith. And um, she has since done interviews with Rose McGowan and Lizzo. Now, she's had quite a bit of backlash for doing the interview with Rose McGowan because she's quite like a divisive figure. The interview is really interesting because it talks about like all the reasons why that happened and why she has become this sort of like polarizing figure. And um, actually like... Jamila Jamil um, made some um, social media posts about it after the fact she was getting a big backlash for doing it. Um, So Jamila Jamil said on Instagram, regarding the Rose McGowan interview, as someone who has been ignorant, defensive, problematic, and spoken from a place of trauma and anxiety, rather than sense, education, empathy, 
I have no right nor any desire to write people off who are really truly trying to be and do better. I do understand if you object to me opening my door to people with problematic past and I'm sorry to disappoint you there but I'm trying to find a way to progress and not perfection. I believe in change, I believe in the power of empathy, I believe in people. Okay. And um, yeah I thought it was interesting like I know we've talked on the podcast before um, quite a bit about like cancel culture and you know whether or not that is actually like the healthiest way of um, moving forward and yeah. um, in our lives because everybody is on a bit of um, a hashtag journey to try and do better in whatever ways they perceive that to be and you know I think that there has to be a sort of sensible line that I suppose that you have to only really self-identify with your yourself about like how is the healthy way to tackle that like where are your personal um boundaries around that I guess because you know do we do we write off everyone because of one problematic thing they've said in the past um or do we you know think this is someone who wants to do better and has been evolving through time and you know who are we to kind of judge but then there's also been like recently in the press um I saw that churches um spoke out against um Tiger because they were working with Chris Brown yeah and you know he was saying everyone makes mistakes like you know you have to like move on and stuff but I know a lot of people who would say that you know that's a step too far so I suppose it's really difficult to identify where the lines are around this kind yeah, of thing definitely but um i do um sort of agree with uh the idea that as soon as you completely close the door on these people you're not um learning or growing or even thinking about there being the possibility for change so if you the best thing you can do even with people who are like completely have completely opposing views to you etc in any sort of sphere is to listen to them and like see what they have to say and if they have to say fucking horrible things all the time and it is really shitty then yeah don't yeah engage with them or whatever but uh listen yeah i suppose there's like a difference i guess between um supporting someone through like them wanting to do better and change and actually just like enabling someone with a lot of like pre-existing gross opinions that yeah. are not going to change exactly yeah um, it's, it's finding the uh yeah the differences between those. and like enabling their success whether it's like financially or through exposure like through the media or, yeah. or like working with them in a in a public way when actually they haven't like renounced their bad Absolutely. ideas or like condemn their own actions of like what they've done in the past I guess so I think it's a bit of um like you say a bit of a case-by-case basis and like no one ever learns from just shutting doors on people and I did think it was an interesting interview so I would recommend um I recommend watching it and also just Lizzo just is amazing what a stunning hun what a stunning hun um yeah that was just she just keeps going you know and she just keeps delivering yeah. over and over and over and i'm like yeah love you yeah i mean she has actually, she has actually been under fire a little bit um recently for a couple of things one of them is that she lent her song to oprah for her ww campaign right. which um received a massive backlash because it's no joke and it's no surprise to a lot of people like it's been really sort of like publicly recorded that Weight Watchers has quite a tricky well it's now called WW but whatever Mm. it has quite um, a tricky and complicated past with um with food and sort of enabling like eating disorders in different ways and a lot of people have been affected negatively by their experiences with Weight Watchers yeah and also um Lizzo as um a body positive sort of champion within the cultural zeitgeist was that really the best fit for her to be kind of um endorsing Endorsing that? that yeah 
Um, so yeah, she talked a lot about that, which was interesting and interesting to sort of hear um, what her thought processes were um, mm-hmm. around that. And also um, more recently, she didn't talk about this in the interview, but um, you know, she has been um, picked to um, be on Coachella right and apparently i don't know much about it but apparently like the main guy who owns it has put loads of money into like anti-lgbt oh really you know political things i I really don't know much about this story but um i know that a lot of people have been saying that it's wrong for her to do that when her fan base is like you know a lot of lgbt people but her response to it is like well i'm like changing it from the inside like everything's owned by a lot of like you know racist homophobic white men um so actually like what good would it do for me to not perform but then their excuse is like oh like you just don't care about us you just want money um yeah hard hard to know where the balance is yeah Yeah. it, it is it is really hard to know where the balance is i suppose like the best thing would be if um people who are in power who care about other marginalized people or have been marginalized like if they use their power i suppose to create new things yeah Bo-tella. so yeah make like <laughs> the new yeah lochella yeah owned by yeah. lizzo yeah i suppose like that would be like the most ideal thing because then it just completely um takes away the power from oh from yeah those other people because all about power isn't it so yes well and i do agree that there should be more of those people in positions of power but unfortunately there aren't as many as there should be so yes let's do that okay we'll do it now yeah great okay um um, yeah um what else have i consumed oh books wise um lastly is um i just finished educated by tara westover yeah i've been wanting to read that how was it it was really good i actually listened to the audiobook of it um on borrow box and it was really good because she she does all the different voices of all the different characters um and it's just amazing her life so it's about this um it's a memoir and that's like my favorite guilty pleasure genre <laughs> of book. Right. Um, I just love them. And it talks about her life, like growing up in rural um, Ohio as, is it Ohio or Idaho? Idaho? Anyway, um, <laughs> as a Mormon. And um, she had this like really strict um, Mormon family, but they were like always thinking about the apocalypse coming and doing like a thousand peach oh. cannings and um, stockpiling gold and guns and things like that for when the apocalypse came end of days folks. yeah they were like end of days people I there's a there's a name for people yeah, who like which i can't remember right now no i can't um, um something yeah something like end of days but i can't remember what it is yeah, yeah. and so yeah it's about like her um life with that family and um how she manages basically to be in an environment where like that's the norm and she had I think eight brothers and sisters and then one brother who was really abusive to her and just a really sort of difficult upbringing where she wasn't allowed to do loads of things and Mm -hmm. a lot of things were off limits to her and none of them received formal education and it's how she's ended up now being like um a doctor times 1000 with a million degrees and she's been to um Cambridge and Harvard and um is you know this really a really educated person who has lived in a lot of different places and how she managed to get out of that i suppose and her and, and how she manages her relationship to her family now okay yeah and and the different sort of emotions around it's a really good book yeah, i've heard it's supposed to be really good yeah um hbu um well i have actually since the last pod finished three books stop <laughs> 
I won't. <laughs> uh, That's what so, holiday does to you. Yeah, well, actually, um, so the first one was just finishing off that Moshi Moshi, which I spoke about on one of the last pods, mm-hmm. the, the book set in Japan, which was great. Um, and then I read um, The Music of Chance, which was given to me by... Um, which I have mentioned before on the pod, by a friend who we do a book swap with. I do a book swap with. Um, and um, I took it on holiday being like, right, if I take some holiday, it's like the only book I have. It's like all I can read kind of thing. And it means I'll read it. So I took it and I read a little bit like at the beginning, but really did not have any time for like reading. We did, we did so many activities. It was mm-hmm. like bizarre. Like cause my family like aren't the best at doing like 10,000 activities. But I think when you have a baby... You've got to like do some more like more structured. structured. So then you're more like, right, well, if we want to do this thing, we can't just lackadaisically do it. We have to do it like between the hours of this and this or whatever and mm. stuff. So it meant that we did loads of things, which was cool. But I didn't really get much reading time. But then I basically read this whole book uh, like just on the bank holiday weekend when I got back to my parents' house for one day, which was like glorious sunshine. And then like the next day when I was at home, uh, back at Manny. And um, it was it was great. I loved it. It's um, super like male writer. Here are some men doing some men things, which is like, you know, a bit tired, but it's from it. It's of its time. And, but it's a really good story. It felt sort of like, um, it reminded me of like, like Steinbeck kind of feel to it, sort of slightly, um, uh, like a parable, slightly like, um, like an allegory. Like it was like telling you more than just like the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Alex, who I got the book off, um, he like, like describes that it's, you know, it's like an unreliable narrator, which he always, oh, he has like favorite kind of books. And it's just a story of these like two guys who happened to meet, by chance <laughs> the music of um and uh they end up like uh, one of the guy meets this young guy who's like a poker player and he ends up like going to this house of these millionaires to like play poker i thought you said oh. the guy meets another guy who's a pokemon <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, that's right it's a pokemon <laughs> but he's a pokemon of a poker player <laughs> Yeah, so they go to this, these houses, millionaires, to like play some poker with them, and thinking they're going to get like loads of money. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't quite go to plan, uh, and stuff ensues, which I don't, I won't spoiler. Um, but it's a very good book. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I found myself like not being able to put it down and just going really wanting to like get through it and see what happened. So yeah, I read that and that was really good. And then I read um, Sula by Toni Morrison. Um, so Toni Morrison's like one of the sort of great American uh, writers. She uh, writes primarily primarily about um, African American experience, and Sula is about like um, this this like small town called Bottom, um, and like the people and Medallion, like well, it's called Medallion, but the place where all the African Americans live is called Bottom. Right. Um, and like it's about like that community and this one woman, Sula, who is not sort of she sort of pushes against the boundaries of it, and it's very sort of different from everyone who lives there. And it's all about like their like they they sort of think of her as sort of like a witch kind of thing because she's like not as they would expect, etc. And it's all about like the lives and times of the people there. And and it's very uh, like poetic. Toni Morrison writes incredibly like poetically and like really rich and beautifully and um it's sort of full of um passionate writing about like both human experience and also like linking it through with like i was like descriptions that are like set within nature so things that really that's describe... why you love ali smith yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um and actually it's pr- it's not unlike ali smith in a yeah, sense a pastoral a scene sense. yes <laughs> yeah i love a pastoral scene um and yeah it's great and it's really it's really sexy as well so it's like oh, sexy. really yeah any like, gay re- bits no no oh, gay bits unfortunately none of these books have any gay no. bits in we are and letting no, the side sorry, down. i am letting side down but i've just I'm just reading <laughs> yeah. i promise to read um a queer book next yeah uh, i promise this, but yeah your very solemn good. vow yeah, i finished it this morning sula loved it and it's very very good um and 
next I will read a queer book I promise yeah I need to do that too um also we need to watch 17 the new yes. lesbian film that is the new lesbian out. film yes um <laughs> but I'm so excited because there are just there have been and there are coming up so many great queer films so exciting lots, to like to have choice absolutely and actually go to the cinema to watch yeah them. what Which a treat really good so yeah 17 looks really good and, and like we said before when we've talked about it it reminds us of 13 yes that brilliant film coming of age film which i'm sure a lot of people have yeah. watched every single person listening to this has probably watched 13 <laughs> on a sleepover I, at some I point remember, yes i remember watching it and being like yeah and then like you know mind how, blown yeah and you know how it all goes from like colour into like black and white at the end yeah. it's like oh my god so artistic I know what an amazing use of artistic <laughs> license I want to be a filmmaker yeah yeah and love it yeah so 17 looks very good yeah um, there's also that new one coming up um, about the life of um, Virginia Woolf and Rita Sackville West yes can't remember what it's called I can't remember what it's called either no, but that, that, does, looks that looks like really good yeah I watched the trail for that um, at the cinema last week um and yeah that is a lot of consumables yeah. oh uh, i just i do need to mention so i just the only thing i've been watching really is i'm going to continue to watch pose which oh. is obviously stunning yes because you text me about the christmas episode my lord i can't not talk about it oh my god yes i watched that the other night and i have not recovered no oh my god didn't I tell because I told you because you told me there was going to be an app in a couple of yeah, weeks time yeah. where I would like die yeah. and like as I was watching I was like this is this is the one I was like this is going to be the one and I as you know I'm quite fastidious about like not watching Christmas things at, not Christmas it's time it's not really about but I'm not, Christmas but I'm not like, yeah exactly and I'm not so much about that anymore it's like fine um, but uh, that I will be watching that like at Christmas time because it, it's something that I can now watch at Christmas and, and pretend it's like a Christmas thing which it kind of is mm. um, but oh my god what an episode and how important is queer family so important I oh my god no I know. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh. I, 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 don't, even yeah. Know, I don't even know like the words to say about it. I just. I just feel like if you ever Ooh. want to explain to somebody how important yes. queer friendships and relationships are, like platonic or otherwise, yes. but like mainly platonic ones. Yeah. You just have to watch that, yeah. and then you know you can't not understand. It depicts it so so perfectly yeah. and it made me like really really long for all my 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 queries I know so here we are I know we're definitely going to be like crying in Dempsey's at 6am oh, yeah we're we'll crying yeah all, all night yeah. Um, so that yeah that's all I've really watched what about music what is your track of the week this week my track of the week actually relates to something that um I did so when on Easter Sunday we came back to Manchester and I went to with um Izzy and Adam who I live with my housemates um <laughs> went to um a Nina Simone tribute concert oh cinnamon where you going around to <laughs> exactly um so I live in Hume in Manchester and there is a um, in Hume, there's this old hippodrome, Hume Hippodrome, which used to be like a huge like cultural center of like mm. big gigs. Like, so Nina Simone played there, the Beatles played there, Wild. Charlie Chaplin, Laurel and Hardy, loads of big acts used to come like to this place in Manchester. Um, and then it went like into complete like disrepair and no one used it or whatever. Then it became a church for a bit. And then like basically eventually what's happened is there's this group um, of people who have um, rented it out um, and it's called now called the Nymos Centre um, and um, or Neomos. I'm not sure, entirely sure which way around it is because it used to be the Naya Centre, but they seem to say Neomos, which doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, but um, they, uh, for their first birthday, they did a Nina Simone tribute concert because it was the exact date of when Nina Simone had played there like 29 years before or something. Thing like that and they just had all different people from like, the local community singing different um nina simone songs and they were amazing like such good singers like it was so good and they had this um the untold orchestra which is like a manchester orchestra and they've been going for a couple of years um who were just 
amazing really really good and it was just such a like joyous event like everyone was there like having the best time it was so nice um but my uh track of the week comes from that unfortunately it's not a a big bop but it is a powerful emotional song which i didn't actually know before i went um so i thought that the main um affecting song for me was going to be lilac wine because um as we've talked about previously pod lilac wine is a big old tearjerker But unfortunately, during Lilac Wine, this woman in oh, the no. um, in the row in front of me, who previously I had been a big fan of because there were a lot of older lesbian couples there, which I loved to see. Yeah, loved to see it. Stunning. Loved to see it. Um, and she was one of them. She had the she had the perfect like um, older le- lesbian hair where every single strand is in its place. Yeah, loved it. Um, and but then during uh, Lilac Wine, she was texting and she had a phone on like full brightness, and she was just like texting. I was like, "What are you doing, hon? Can you stop?" And like it was like right in my eyelines, so was distracting me. Yeah. Anyway. But there was this uh, guy came on and did a song called uh, Wild is the Wind, which I didn't know before the evening. And I'd never heard it. And it was so powerful. And it's like a sort of love song, but it's sort of so full, full of like sort of sorrow and like longing. Um, and Queer longing. Yeah, queer longing. And um, I just was watching it like with such like intent that, you know, when you like nothing else is happening, but you're hearing and watching and like... I'm not even joking. Single tear, like, rolled down my eye. Oh. And then I was just crying, and I was like, oh, no, I'm crying. <laughs> and then, like, at the end of it, I turned to Izzy and Adam, and they were both just like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, I'm crying. And Izzy was like, oh. and then she turned out to went, she's crying. <laughs> so is that a Nina Simone song? Yes. Okay. So that is my track of the week. Listen to it if you want to, like, do some wailing, because yeah. it, and it's a beautiful, beautiful song, and it's great, so that's my song. Did you, did you ever watch um, What Happened to Miss Simone? No. That's great. I think oh. it's still on Netflix. It's okay. really, really good. Yeah, that sounds good. What's your track of the week? Um, my track of the week this week is, um, just referring back to the hum that is Lizzo, yeah. her new album dropped this week, Because I Love You, and it is a track from that called Heaven Help Me. Oh, okay. Um, nothing else to say other than listen to it right now. Okay, yeah. No, I haven't listened to Lizzo's new album yet. I haven't got around to it. It's really be. it's really good. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised. No. <laughs> um... So, um, other things that have been going on this week, um, I mean, I feel like it's just so unfortunate that we have to be um, talking about these kinds of things as often as we do, um, but we wanted to take an opportunity to talk about um, Lyra McKee. Yes, as I'm sure most people are aware who listen in this country, but if you're not of this country... Uh, unfortunately, a uh, journalist, Lyra McKee, 29-year-old, 20, she was shot on the 18th of April, was it? Yeah. Um, she was watching a riot taking place um, and uh, someone stepped sort of forward into the crowd and just fired shots. And unfortunately, she was in the firing line and she lost her life. She was a, an incredible journalist and a avid uh, LGBT activist. Um, always standing up for all the good things and it is such a tragic loss of life unfortunately it was done in the name of the the new IRA which is a a movement which is sort of um, gaining some uh, momentum which um, and I think the the person who they think shot her allegedly was like just a teenager Um, and it's just very um, worrying and um, upsetting and it's just uh, such a unnecessary loss of a life of somebody who was doing so much good uh so we're very sorry to have to talk about it but it is important to talk about she wasn't targeted herself but she was just in as it were the wrong place wrong time but actually for her the right place because that's what she cared she was so passionate about um what was what's been going on in northern ireland and everything 
to do with her country and uh it's just so unfortunate that it had to end the way that it did i know and it's it's even more um upsetting because after her death um people have been mounting pressure um on the dup leader arlene foster to um legalize same-sex marriage and um she has resisted that yeah well basically she um turned up to her funeral which in itself like is a bit of an insult because like you know, my, my little sister was like, what the fuck is she doing there? Like, she wouldn't want Arlene Foster at her funeral. Like, it's so, it's such performative, like, it's so performative. Formative sympathy. Um, and and yeah. she was there, you know, being all like, oh yeah, isn't this sad, etc. And then literally the next day she was like, no, we're not changing our views at all. Like, yeah. we will never feel different about gay marriage, etc. So it's just, yeah, if if things like this can't, hap- um, can't happen and then bring about the change that needs to happen, it's just so, like it's just so disappointing on the on the part of the dup but i don't really expect anything else from them but it is um but they could have at least if 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 that was how if that was how it was going to be they could have at least respected that day enough to yeah stay away yeah exactly yeah to to um not do this performative yeah grief uh which is um unfortunate um i also wanted to talk about Nigel Shelby um his face has been absolutely all over um Instagram Mm -hmm. this week um Nigel Shelby was a teenage boy living in America who heartbreakingly on April 18th last week um reportedly took his own life um because of completely unrelenting um bullying for being gay Mm. um yeah it's it's utterly utterly devastating yeah and again it's as we've you know talked about before it's all too common and you know he's the story we know about there will be other stories we don't know about it's just so um disheartening to hear that people are still being bullied for uh, their sexuality uh, to a point where they feel that the only answer is to take their own life yeah um it's just very very sad the um managing editor of um the trevor project mm-hmm. um spoke about spoke out about this and said um our culture of shame is failing lgbtq plus youth too often people who have died by suicide are pathologized using stigmatizing language like selfish or crazy this makes it even harder to talk about suicidal ideation. Shaming someone out of admitting to suicidal ideation and making them afraid of being judged is not a productive way to solve any problems. We must maintain an open line of communication that members of our community feel they can use without fear of being shamed. That's a project that starts with each of us as individuals. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that um, the whole culture of shame around, well, around gayness and around depression and around bullying is just so rife that you know all those things combined makes it just an almost well an impossible environment for a lot of people definitely and um yeah more more needs to be done to um wake up to that reality unfortunately yeah absolutely but um some good news that has come out of this week has been that London's first transgender pride has been announced for this September, September the 14th. Woo-hoo. And um yeah, really looking forward to that being a thing that is finally um that's finally happening. Yeah. Again, it's that thing of like, oh, as if that wasn't 
this transgender pride didn't exist already i know um uh, i know obviously there are lots of uh, trans pride events etc that do sort of happen anyway during um general prides and stuff but yeah it's great to have a space for uh transgender pride um on the map finally so yeah that is um a brilliant thing for um trans people and trans allies and we're really looking forward to that and um as well as that a couple of days ago it was lesbian day of visibility yes it was hiya hi Hiya. i can see you <laughs> you're right i can see you too <laughs> Stunning. loud and clear yes and we thought that in celebration of that a couple oh, a couple of podcasts ago we did um we did a quiz it was like not dissimilar to this it was our um it was the Val- valley day one yeah it was the valentine's day one so we're doing a re-up of that to celebrate um quiz time lesbian visibility day (laughs) and it is called what kind of woman should i date (laughs) so now we can see collectively well i was just wondering um i think i'm gonna do it for you and ask you the questions okay all right um (laughs) (laughs) okay do you consider yourself to be an introvert or an extrovert oh so it's a Sometimes I'm a little bit of both. I guess I fall somewhere in the middle or introvert or extrovert. I think I'm a little bit of both. Okay. Such a cop out, but anyway. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> what would you say I am? I'm definitely, I, I, I'm probably mainly introverted, but I definitely do some extroverting. Hello, rowdy. Yeah, I'm an introverted extrovert. So yeah, well, sort of the same as you, go. but more. You, you would have chosen the same one, wouldn't you? Yeah, I know. All right, fine. Um, do you prefer to spend your day inside or outside? Honestly, it. Depends. I just think it's less about your answer being a cop out, but more that just these are just such cop out answers that yes, they've they, picked. They haven't made it so you can just do. No, because you're always going to choose. Because we are we are such you know nuanced yeah, multi exactly. multi multifaceted individuals. Multitudes. Yeah, you're going to just pick <laughs> that one. But okay. anyway, we'll continue on. Um, do you prefer to spend your day inside or outside? Honestly, it depends on my mood. Are you kidding me? Fresh air, the beach, the sun, the trees. I'm an outdoors girl, uh-huh. and then I'm. More of the indoor type netflix listening to music the internet netflix (laughs) again that is hard to say because i am like both but i guess my favorite days are probably outside so go for it outside and you've been to the beach so much recently beach beach let's go make a wave which harry potter hogwarts house do you belong in (laughs) trust us this is important as um my little sister likes to say sometimes read another book (laughs) (laughs) well i do love harry potter there are the four houses and then there's i don't care right or no enough right well i have done obviously the quiz and shockingly i was a gryffindor do you think you would like someone who would agree with you all the time or challenge your views? I love a challenge, bring it on, or we must be practically the same in how we view the world around us. I don't want to deal with the stress of having to argue with someone constantly. Uh, well, that's that's not a very well-weighted quest- answer. Because it's basically... Because like, I do like someone who has the same, basically similar views, but also I do like a bit of a challenge, but not like a massive challenge. Do you know what I mean? I like yeah. to be challenged, yeah. but... Uh, and also like if someone is so dissimilar to you you're not going to go out with them because it'd just be a bad match what do you think challenge i think a challenge because i think that like i think that the the i would hope it's implied that like they're not just like awful people that you are the opposite of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah do you like to be the dominant one or the submissive (laughs) in the relationship (laughs) and then there's a picture of 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 britney and santana from (laughs) glyph The truest <laughs> dom sub relationship we've ever seen, <laughs> ever. Um, I prefer to be equal with my partner, submissive or dominant. Oh my god, I don't know. 
bit of both so do equal i guess what does your ideal date look like who made this quiz it's so janky so bad um a concert dancing at a club slash party or even something dangerous and exotic (laughs) face jumping fancy slash casual dinner and a movie fancy or casual dinner yes what date let's get straight to the (laughs) she can't even say she can't say sex (laughs) the sex the Romantic picnic followed by a walk on the beach at night, art slash museum exhibit or play, or a sporting event. Ooh. I feel like that's you. No, I do like a sporting event. You that's love probably football. not my ideal first date. Oh, okay. Um, maybe a... Oh my God, I don't know. Maybe... I do love football, but, but that's very specific. Maybe I'm going to like um museum, art, like art, like a gallery. Okay. Oh. None of them were having a pint. No, which is like what we would <laughs> so all American. do. So uh, American. Genuinely, should we put this in the podcast? <laughs> maybe, it's... who knows? Yeah, it's... maybe you can like edit it so it's not I as like... I will edit it to not be the shite that it was. Not as soul-crushing for you as it was for us yeah. to do it. How would you and your lover spend time with each other? We'd be out strolling through our favourite places, just talking and laughing. <laughs> and then, as long as I'm with her, it doesn't matter what Fuck we're doing. Off. We would be cuddling on the couch watching TV or a movie at home. I'd be holding... Oh, what? So it's getting, what? A bit, um, getting a bit Tumblr. Yeah, and the last one is is a not safe for work one. It is. I would be holding her down on the bed and kissing the sides of her neck. Oh, God, I didn't get that far. Yes, it's, it's not it's safe not for suitable. work. An SFP, not suitable for podcast. I'm going to go for um, strolling through somewhere, talking and laughing because I'm so funny. <laughs> This quiz is honestly like so weird. What would you do to show the to show your woman, which I don't like? I also don't agree with lover. Yeah, you love her. (laughs) I'd show her my love by making love to her. (laughs) Who wrote this? Let's get this over with. Yeah. Can I just say how much I regret that we're doing this quiz? Yeah, same. Oh my god! What's the question? It is just a lady in lingerie. No. Which of these parts of a woman is your favourite? No. Pink news. Ah, we can't read them all out. Pink and SFP. News. This is oh my God. very objectifying. Yeah, I do not agree do with not this agree quiz. Shit. Okay, well, go for feet. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> what do you think about a woman who can kick some serious ass? Oh, oh dear God. Panties drop. <laughs> this is ridiculous. God, oh my God. Spunky. They use the word spunky. Fucking hell. Which of these types of women most resemble your own character? Oh my god, I don't know, you tell me. I think you're an in- intellectual and creative type. Oh my god, thanks. You love wearing hipster glasses and meditating though. No, fuck off. I'm going to meditate on all the time we've wasted spending on this fucking quiz. Oh my god, here we go, come on. Here we go. No, it's calculating. 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 The worst quiz ever. Ooh. Ooh. So you got Kerry Washington off of Scandal. You need somebody to bond with intellectually. You need somebody who also appreciates your creativity, whether the creativity is entrepreneurial or artsy. You don't need somebody who's a polar opposite. For you, opposites do not attract. You need someone who you can have long, deep intellectual discussions with, someone who you can explore your interesting thoughts with. You two brainiacs (laughs) can really help each other out in each other's fields, whether those fields are creative or educational. I mean, to be honest, for all that quiz was a pile of shit... That's actually like not a bad answer. That is not a bad answer, and it probably is um, fairly accurate, you know. So fair enough, pink news, but also go fuck yourself because that was like stupid. Yeah, that that was the worst. And whoever is doing these quizzes needs to some Tijin. Yeah, Tijin. They need to think about it. Anyway, um, we we fully regret that we did that quiz, (laughs) and sorry. (laughs) 
Apologies, uh, apologies, apologies. But thank God I now know who I need to go out with. Yeah, thank God. Oh my God, great. Yeah. Um, you, ha- you have a clear person in mind and it's Kerry Washington and no one else. <laughs> yeah, no one else. So glad that's cleared that up. Yes, and on to other powerful, successful women who are owning their own identity and life in such a viscerally amazing way. It's time for... Celine Watch! Oh, right. I, I feel literally stressed after we've just done that quiz. I do. I'm tense. I'm tense. Yeah. I'm ready for my first pint. Oh, oh yeah. That's going to be stunning. Anyway, um, so Celine Watch this week. So Celine Watch... Celine Watch. I always say Celine Watch like it's her full name. First name Celine, last name Watch. Well, you obviously don't know her middle name as well. Yeah. Celine also, Watch Dion. Also, I was saying to you that like when I'm trying to find the Celine Watch for the podcast, I go to Google and literally type in Celine Watch <laughs> like it's going to give me the answer. We're almost there, Olivia. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Someone needs to create a Celine Watch website where they can compile all of the Celine Watches. That's when we know we've made, we've made it big. Absolutely. Right, so Celine Watch um, has come out this week saying that she believes that overuse of technology promotes bullying. Okay. So um, she has said that um, people just don't have human connections anymore. We don't look each other in the eye anymore. We don't touch and feel. It's partly down to technology and it can lead to bullying because social media and technology is our life now. And she apparently makes sure that her kids, Renee Charles, and her twins, Eddie and Nelson, put their devices down and spend time with her. And um, she says to Eddie, put your phone down and look me in the eyes. <laughs> God. How was your love, day? I would love Celine to say that to me. Yeah. How was your day? Or, hey, where's my hug? He's <laughs> like, here we go again. And they hate it. But we need to force them to talk and write something, she said. Like, what a bizarre story. I know. Thank you, I mean, business insider. I, yeah. <laughs> Absolute business. Um, I do get get what she's saying sort of about like the some some people believe that technology it leads to a lack of human connection in a sense although i just think it's another kind of human yeah. connection but that's fine but um, also don't force your kids to hug you because that's no, bad yeah but also where's the bullying i don't see the bullying do you know what i mean i don't see the link no, no. I, don't, I don't see it but either. sometimes there isn't a link with celine and that's just fine i'm not gonna lie to you lucy it was slim pickings for celine watch yeah, this week it is so well you know hopefully next week we'll give you a bit more yeah but do you find like whenever you've had like a bit of um have you ever done like a social media detox a little bit but i'm quite good at just as you know just leaving my phone like in my bedroom not looking at like for a a long amount of time and then you're like oh my god why is your phone on airplane mode pick up the phone i know i want to (laughs) like tell you things and i want to tell you them right now (laughs) i want you to be available to me 24 7 yeah but i've not i don't think I've, i've really done mass long amounts of like not because i haven't felt the need to yet really okay but i will just actively not look at things for a while but yeah what, why, what do you feel when you do those things? Have you done those things? No, I haven't. I'm right. just wondering if it's like a thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I, I did um, definitely um, decide to s- stop looking at my phone so much a f- couple of years ago. And I do just leave it in my bedroom, like of an evening. I'll just go into the living room, like hang out with Izzy and Adam, like watch stuff or like whatever and interact with them instead of my phone. Because if I do just have my phone, I won't like watch whatever we're watching. I'll just scroll through as well. And even though I'm not, I just it's mindless. So it's just silly. So I just leave it. Um, but... And I also really like the thing of leaving your phone, then you go back to it and you've got like, sometimes a bunch of messages where you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah I like, I don't look at my phone really that much when I'm with other people. Yeah. But I like live on my own. So I just yeah. look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, try not to like be looking at it when, well, to be honest, I don't even try. Like I just don't really yeah, need, need to. Yeah. I, yeah. I just like me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just wondering. But um, yeah. And speaking of detoxes for, you know, your own personal gain. <laughs> Um, what are your goals this week? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, right. It's quite a simple one. Um, my, uh, I, me and my dad like to go to like um, various concerts of like bands that were sort of ones that he sort of introduced me to and stuff. Yes. Um, you know, like, so we've been to see New Order and Radiohead and other things like that. And it was like, always been like a nice time. We've been together. And one of the bands that we've like never been able to see because they haven't been touring at the right time and stuff or in the right, when we've all lived in the same place, um, is the Psychedelic Furs. Wow, but, pretty in pink. Yeah, but they are now touring and they will be in Manchester later this year. And my aim, my goal, it is true, is to get tickets to Aww. that because that kind of like a bit completes our like ones that we want to see kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that'll be so, so good. Um, I just need to like, my dad's coming up to help me fit the workshop for the kitchen on um, Monday and we I need to like pin him down and be like, when can you do this? Because I know he wants my mum to come as well because they um, like love love My Way is like one of their songs. So which is cute. So um, yeah, my goal is to get tickets to that. What's your goal? Nice. My goal is to start swimming. <gasps> yes, aqua baby. Yeah. As you know, I am an aqua baby and yeah. I do really like swimming, but um, I have like, there's a swimming pool like not that far from yeah, me. Yeah, there is um, there. So I am trying to put the money into that yeah. rather than into some other stupid things that I usually spend my money on. <laughs> Swimming is great. Yeah, and um, try and like do that now that like the weather's a bit nicer and I won't be sad, too sad about like walking the five minutes back to my flat with wet hair. Yeah, freezing cold. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I think it's like a fairly nice one. So I think it like might have a hairdryer. Who knows? Cool. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so that is like something that I need to sort out in the next couple of weeks Definitely. so I can start doing that. Yes, do it. Right, well, those are our goals and that is it for the week. We're off to Sheffield to drink three VSs for five pounds. <laughs> Maybe um, a few cherry sh- uh, shots, etc. cetera. Yeah. What those, what's it called? Fucking um, sours. Sours, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do an old school proper uh, like night out with pre-drinks and everything, which is going to be bizarre because we haven't done that for and do, years. And do sing star. And do think the sing star, yeah. What's your, what's your sing star? Mm, well, I did really like the Nirvana one, but you said a different Nirvana one to what it is. Oh, well, no, um, I, um, so we're going to our friend's house, who, um, um, at her parents' house, and uh, me and her mother, Leslie, lovely, lovely Leslie, shout out, love you forever, um, she, we, she always used to sing Come As You Are, um, and she would do all like the main bits, and I would do the, I would just do in the background, hello, 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 and she loved how I did it as you probably just did then as well. And so she'd do that and then she'd do all the like actual bits. So that's why I, I did that as my Stunning. one. I don't know what other ones there are. The I can't remember but the other so good many. One. Oh, I might do Cindy Lauper. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Very good. Time after yeah, time. Absolutely. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. We can do our dance, great. And whilst we'll be doing that, you can probably um, catch up with all the bits that we're doing by following us on our socials. So, because I'm sure we'll do some uh, little uh, bits re Dempsey's yeah, yeah. We, need, we, we need, need to, some pics don't we yeah we need to show people what Dempsey's is all about yeah and our faces more to personalise the time of the TL I'm scared but like we, <laughs> we do have our own um, Instagram handles in the bio so that I'm is sure true. you know yeah they know um, yes so you can follow us on Instagram at Queer Longing you can follow us on Twitter at Queer Longing um, I love that Queer Longing is so um, distinct in a name that we haven't had to like do any yeah, do any ones or like, underscores yeah Queer underscore Longing or whatever yeah it's great um, if you want to email us with anything you're living for longing for um, anything that you don't agree with anything that uh, just anything yeah. um, please do you can contact us on all of those socials or you can email us at queerlonging at gmail.com 
um yeah and you can listen to us everywhere and also um it would be really really great a couple more people have um given us um reviews through itunes so if you can just go onto itunes and rate and review us so ideally five stars and write a comment that will massively massively help us if you're listening to this now just quickly go and review it it would um mean a lot to us and would really help us yeah it would help us loads and we would be forever in your debt yes and then when you've done it um go on to instagram and comment on one of our posts with the levitating man ah we shall know yes. that you've let us a yeah. review if you dm us with the levitating man we know you want a shout out if you do it on one of our <laughs> pictures we know that you have reviewed us yeah yes perfect and that that way to see all over us that's the the, that's the secret code of queer yeah. longing so if you listen this far you know about it yeah, that that little man is so quick yeah also someone um someone got in touch this week because we did our bloopers episode yes. last week which was very well received so thank you very much for being nice about that yeah um but someone listen said to it if you haven't because you'll love it yeah someone said that they just wanted like more more blooper reels but we um said that actually if you listen to the very end we do a blooper on every single episode yeah so don't be skipping yeah don't be skipping because you are missing those little gems that yeah, were dropping and, and they are all ones that are not on the blooper reel. yes so absolutely give them a listen because they are very very funny obviously because we are funny right so (laughs) whilst we are being funny and you are listening to us we will be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next time Bye. bye although i definitely doing it but that's fine um no you are not oh my god you can do anything exactly i like how now you're like self doing that yeah yeah i I say it to myself in the mirror olivia do you it's a positive affirmation yeah uh mantra yeah um rouge (laughs) cafe rouge right (laughs) (laughs) oh shit